I'm Brent. I'm Kevin. And I'm David, and you're listening to The Plotline. Hello to all our listeners, especially the listeners in Copenhagen, Denmark. Welcome to our second week where we are reviewing Black Adam. That's right, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Dwayne The Rock Johnson with a cape. But first, we have... An update on Rowan Campbell. To anybody who doesn't know, Rowan Campbell is the actor who plays Corey in Halloween Ends. Corey in the house. He is currently watching Halloween Ends at a drive-thru. Is that, time recording. is that like, I don't know, watching your own movie? How, do you think that's weird? Like, yeah. I, I feel like you'd watch it at the premiere and then you're like, oh. Is that a, is that a, you see it's like drive-in? Drive-in. Yeah. Imagine you're in your car. You're watching Halloween Ends for the first time, and you look over, and you're hating the Corey guy. Yeah, and he's just looking at you. Could you imagine? I'd piss myself if I looked over right after the scene where he's standing out the window. If I looked over, and he's just there. People are, people are laughing, too, and he's just in his car like, ah. And he's on his motorcycle with Michael in the back with him, just watching the movie. He, he hears people start up their cars to go. They're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one at the end watching. He's not even clapping. Who's watching Halloween Ends in a drive-thru this late in the game? Rowan Campbell. <laughs> Just him. Just <laughs> Rowan Campbell. We Imagine love he's in the car by himself. Like he's not with Did anybody. Did you see? I didn't. I, he was just there. Oh, no. Um, Man. But no, we're happy to see he's still doing good. Like I said, yeah. we're gonna do weekly Corey checks just to check up on him, and yeah, we're we're happy to see he's doing good. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it stays as good. I mean, he could be on the decline. He's at a drive-in alone, <laughs> watching his own movie. And let me tell you, I wouldn't listen to this podcast just in my leisure. No, I have. So that was our weekly Corey check. Now we got some news. Got some news today? My uh, piece of news is uh, Shelley Duvall is to return to acting with the Forest Hills Horror Picture. Shelley Duvall, that's the girl from The Shining, right? Yes. Uh, famed screamer. Role. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she didn't do much else. She was in uh, Popeye. Well, that. She played Olive Oil. She, she was. She. That just makes sense. Yeah. She just looks like all of them. Well, like, she left acting, I'm pretty sure, because The Shining, like, messed her up. Like, yeah. she was, like, psychologically. Yeah. Dr. Phil did a really exploitative interview. Doc- like, every Dr. Her. Phil interview is exploitative. But, like, especially so. It's especially bad. She's just, like, talking, like. It's good to see that she's in good health because she was not looking yeah. well. And he's like, Are you mentally unwell? And she's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, very was, obviously was it just not. Like, it was it was bad to watch because you're like Doctor Phil, you suck at this. Was that a quote? Yeah, was that what she actually said? Because uh, no. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just say the record. No, <laughs> that was an artistic uh, interpretation. In- interpretation of the hell like, out of you went in, in my mind's eye. It's always been hard for me to watch The Shining one because it's three hours of Jack Nicholson being goofy. Oh, it's so and good. And then just it's good like. Knowing what the movie did, or like how they treated her on set and stuff, like there's a lot of like just backlash, and it leaves a bad taste in your mouth because like she's just. Now I'm not advocating treating your actors poorly, and I know that there are a lot of rules and laws about that. But what have you seen her performance but, in yeah. The Shining? You she, she kills it. Bravo for her. She she kills. Kills. I, yeah, Shelley Duvall, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> 
Again. We have a list of very obscure actors that have no correlation that we really care about. Shelly Duvall. I care about Shelly Duvall, and I hope she's well. If you're listening, Shelly, cheers to you, and kudos to coming back to the acting scene. It must have been very hard for you, and we're all glad to see it. We are. Congratulations, Shelly. Congratulations. Golf clap, golf clap. What's your piece of news? It's my piece of news? Yes. Yeah. So, Henry Cavill is leaving The Witcher. Uh, he, the Witcher's been for four seasons now. Henry Cavill's played Draw every season. Three. Is that three seasons? Okay. This will be the fourth season. It'll be going in the fourth. All right. Yeah. He's leaving and replacing him is Liam Hemsworth, uh, better known as Chris Hemsworth's little brother, better, better known as the guy that dated Miley Cyrus. Married. Married. Oh, wow. Married. I'm not, I'm they, not up to date on that. Are they? They're not, they're, they're not together in their divorce. So, Better, better, better known as the guy that is divorced from Miley Cyrus. He goes by a lot of monikers, and now he's going to be in The Witcher, which is... I I stopped watching The Witcher after season one, just didn't get into it much, so, like, this is definitely a good move for Henry Cavill. I think I watched the first season of The Witcher. I don't remember anything about it other than the song that that guy sings. I don't even remember that. The, like, toss a coin to your Witcher. Nope. No, it was like a whole thing for like all of a day. <laughs> what a glorious day it must have been. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I don't know like the ins and outs of this, but from what I've heard, this is like a good thing for Henry Cavill, I would imagine. Because I don't think he liked working on The Witcher. Uh, from what I'm to understand, there were creative differences between him and the creative team. Uh, he really likes the character and the books in particular, from what I'm to understand. And I, I don't think they saw eye to eye on how the show was going. At the same time, I think this is a good career move because I think he's going to be Superman. Oh, he is, he is. going to be Superman we'll again. Get to that. Yeah. It's pretty and, topical, actually. Yeah, and... Uh, completely lost it. Completely lost completely it. Completely lost I it. I saw... Once it... This happens once every episode again. now. Once again, the thought just left. <laughs> I saw you look at me, and then nothing. <laughs> I, oh, don't even, I don't even know. What you, to... you don't even know anymore. Don't even know. Wow. <laughs> it was completely gone. That's something left. He just checked out. <laughs> you are you are great on this for like 98%, but the 2%, like, you shut off. It's like, a, oh, man. There's like a guy in my head. He's like... <laughs> Just, just a second too it's a early. Hard reset. <laughs> you, for those not be able to view, he did a a real swift uh, lever pull movement. Also, for those not being able to see us, which is everyone, because we don't video this, you're wearing the Kevin Feige hat. You are. Wearing, it's a Gucci hat. It's a Gucci hat. Yeah, but like you look like Kevin Feige. Look at the Feigmeister. Like, like, is it Feige? Is it Feige? You it's whatever it. I'm you feeling. Fushigi ball. <laughs> I, I'm wearing my my uh, suburban white mom hat. Is it legitimately Gucci? No. Oh, I was like, you pretentious it's piece. Fuji, dude. Yeah, it's a Fuji. I got this in a sketchy Chinatown deal. Oh, oh did you go to the same place you got your Feezies? Yeah, your fake Yeezys. I'm yeah. so glad that I don't own a real pair of Yeezys now. Oh, because Kanye has the incredible talent of saying the worst thing possible at every yes. right moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can now proudly say that I have a fake pair of Yeezys because I like the style, 
but I didn't want to give money to that man. It's impressive how bad he is. Yeah, you, you probably you gave it to someone who deserves it so much more. Mm-hmm. Some hard working hustler. In yeah. The heart of New York. Yeah. I, I honestly, I Kanye's hard working. He's okay. working hard at being America's most hated man. He's working hard at completely ruining his career or any potential career. It's paths. been the, it's been such a wildfire of a week to follow him just stumbling. Oh, my on gosh. purpose at this point. And then it seems oh, intentional. The you sent me earlier. Oh, was gosh. it the um where he's like a doctor of a certain type? I I can't name that type at a hospital of a certain kind. With something with, else. It, and it was only reported by media run by a certain type of person. Oh, I didn't see that. The doctor's a Jew. And then he goes, and then he goes, <laughs> he goes but they can't, I can't say what type of person that is. The doctor was Jewish. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, when you're facing backlash about something you've said, especially something anti-Semitic, you don't, you don't double down on it. Oh, he's tripled down. He's like quadrupled down on it. And it, there's a level of just, He's not aware. And I think that's the most dangerous thing. Is that someone like Kanye West is not aware. I think he is aware to a degree. I just don't think he's well. He, the tweet I was talking about. Which doesn't, that doesn't excuse it. No. No, not at all. In no way, shape, or form. He's like, he's like been a big, like, you know, he's off the deep end and stuff. He tweeted out something like, um, I now know what it feels like to be George Floyd. Are be- you kidding me? Be- because he feels like um, the media is like on his neck. Like, Sue, it's impressive. He, It's like he just knows the worst thing to say. He's getting sued by their family. He, uh, yeah, be- good. Because, because, did you see this for like, uh, almost like, I don't know, it was like some dumb number, like almost a billion dollars. Oh my uh, god. I want to say it was like something like $800 million they're suing him because uh, he peddled the conspiracy theory that he died because he came into contact with because he was high on fentanyl. Which is like a debunked QAnon conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the rightfully so, his family, George Floyd's family is suing Kanye West. And they're suing him for that. He's Once again, he's like doubling down on just being the worst person. Oh, he lost his... He lost the adidas because he was like adidas won't drop me and then they immediately dropped he him poked a bear that didn't need poke like yeah. he is i'm so glad that adidas owns the rights yes. to those shoes because i love they? Yes. they do they own the rights to the designs and the color wings. they just so call them yeezys most likely so what, do, so what do you think he was up to when he walked in the sketchers not knowing they were a i don't think he meant to i think he was lost <laughs> <laughs> I just think he just. There's a Adidas. He walked in, he's like, "Hey, what?" And it's Skechers. You know Kanye's always screaming. That's a little weight. No, no, that's little John. Oh, so that's little John. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lil Wayne sparks the lighter. He goes, <laughs> "All right, you're right." Lil John does that. Kanye just screams. Man, it's becoming real Kanye cast. Yeah. What's your piece of news, Kevin? My piece of news. Oh, perfect. Perfect segue to from Kanye. What so, <laughs> <laughs> just popped? Did you just rip ass? <laughs> was that your cheeks? <laughs> no, it was my bottle of Pepsi flexing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've heard you rip some heinous fucking stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> <Are you kidding? laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna cut this part. <laughs> I <laughs> I do rip, I do rip them sometimes in front of you. <laughs> Bro, but this was the one time I did it. Bro, you're falling like, off some poots. <laughs> the bottle went, went. For the people listening, this is a bottle of. Can I say Pepsi? <laughs> they're, they're not gonna listen. To this. No, I will. It's in. Keep it. We're doing this live. We're keeping it. <laughs> hey, less editing for me. So, yeah, not a perfect segue from Kanye, but into our following topic. Um, according to an article from Screen Rant I saw earlier, Black Adam, in its second week at the U.S. box office, has surpassed $100 million and has done so faster than any other DCEU film since Aquaman. Okay, I was going to say, Aquaman should probably be the last... Yeah. Aquaman and now Black Adam are probably, like, at the top for my favorite DCEU movies. I really like Shazam. I don't know. Shazam's probably third. I still have not seen Shazam. We, it's not bad. We'll have to watch we, it. It's a Christmas movie. It. Ooh, Christmas is Christmas coming is, up. I've heard. <laughs> I own a calendar. So yes, we will have to watch it. That's a it's a great Christmas movie. You made me watch Aquaman, so and I feel like I would enjoy Shazam better, so I feel like You didn't like Aquaman? I'm so cynical these days. I don't know you, what happened. You, you have, man. Something okay? happened to me. I don't know. I used to be so joyful and love movies, and now I sit down in the theater, and by the end of it, I'm always like, Brent, what in the Brent, world? Who took your smile? I don't know, man. Oh, man. My oh. occupation took my my smile away from me. <sighs> I hate to hear that. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson didn't help either. I thought Dwayne The Rock Johnson did okay I thought he did what we expect of him, and that is to be himself. So, <laughs> so before we get into anything, spoilers. Oh, I was gonna say we should have like a brief moment yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What can, everybody's what's general a... thoughts about yeah. the movie, and then we'll once again and say then spoilers. We'll get into it. Okay. Yeah. Once again, I I put it in the upper bit of the DCEU, which I mean, it's not a huge catalog, and it's not a great catalog, not particular, but it's one of those movies I left not annoyed or upset i think it did its job and it stayed in its own lane well i have my issues with it of course man do you think it's higher up in the dceu I it's th- it's aquaman shazam black adam it's in that area man i think still the og top, wonder woman absolute top of the list for me still to this day is the man of steel i love that movie through and through i was i actually watched like the first half of it last night <sighs> I'm just not a huge Superman fan to begin with, so... Yeah, I used to not be, and then I saw The Man of Steel, and somebody made him really sad. And you know what? That, I related to that. That's all it took. <laughs> yeah, that's all it took. Huh. Um, well, it just... They added complexity to a character that's generally very happy-go-lucky. Things generally go pretty okay for him. And uh, I think it's led to an even more interesting character later on in later movies... I like that interpretation of the character. Um, I'm excited to see where they might go now, mm-hmm. but I'm also cautious because I'm afraid that they're going to take away some of that in the future. Yeah. I... It'll be interesting to see how the DC EU like carries forward now. James Gunn also like in control of everything. 
I mean, they get they have to have Henry Cavill back, which is huge. Yeah, which is um, gigantic. Batfleck still in limbo. We could get him. We could get Michael Keaton Batman from the Flash movie. We, well, well, we know confirmed from Jason Momoa himself. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, so they did a test screening of uh, Aquaman two with a scene featuring Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Oh shoot! And audiences didn't like it, and they scrapped it and got Ben Affleck back as back. as Bruce Wayne for that scene. And Jason Momoa confirmed this, like the picture of mm-hmm. him and Ben Affleck together, like we're, maybe we're back. Nice. I didn't hate. I didn't hate Affleck. I like Affleck. I, I feel mean, like they could have my favorite done him better on the whole you know writing of batman and stuff but it's not his fault i disagree i believe I think him batman's writing is the best part of all of the movies that ben affleck's i think he's the best part of any movie that he's in as batman they maybe not so much the justice league because that's yeah we don't it's really long yeah but uh but and he's still i want to see his Solo movie before Batman vs. Superman is my favorite DCEU movie, and I know that's a wildly Oh, it's so opinion. that's such a hot take. It I is, think and I respect it. It's well, I mean, I'm not talking the theatrical cut, I'm talking the director's yeah. edition, the ultimate edition, the cohesive version of the movie that the studio didn't do a terrible chop job to. Uh, what were you gonna say? If anybody's listening and hasn't watched the director's extended editions of Batman vs. Superman, and then the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League. If you don't like those movies, that's why. <laughs> I'm just getting tired of us having to watch these like special edition cuts to like appreciate what they're making. I, I hope they like get that figured out, where we actually see the visions of the directors play out. Well, it's just, I feel like studios are afraid to let A, let a director do something mm-hmm. bold, and B, let them do it for a long run times. I feel like if you have batman on the screen i'm gonna sit you could put it on for four hours maybe give me like a 10 minute intermission so i can pee i'm gonna sit there for four hours in a theater and i'm gonna watch it like like i feel like studios are really scared to have that long run time so they mandate like it's gotta be two hours long so i know we're past the news sorry this just reminded me did you guys see the avatar the way of the water has a like plus three hour runtime yeah that's that. disgusting I'm kind of intrigued to see, like, what they're going to do with three hours. They have two other movies past this one planned. Oh, my God. So how did they have enough content for, uh, <sighs> like, more than three hours of film? I'm just not excited for that movie at all. It looks really good. Oh, like, it looks visually. Good. I mean, that was the first time I heard it. It was beautiful, but I'm like, movie-wise and story-wise, just meh. Looking at it now, it's the first one is not as technically impressive, even with the, like remaster update that they did it could have been the 3d we watched it in 3d for the first time brent and i and it didn't hold up in my opinion yeah not in mine either i fell asleep real habit this guy recurring this is gonna be a recurring you're a a sleepy boy i i'm probably i should probably talk to my doctor i might be like narcoleptic is that the people who sleep yeah. a lot? Is that what that yeah. Is? Yeah, yeah, they, like, yeah, they can fall asleep anytime. Yeah, I got someone. That feels like me. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I have mild. Yeah, mild there's like different sleep. like versions and like yeah, layers. I'm like, but like I'm just very, if I'm sitting, if I'm not actively doing something, if it's not actively, if the movie's not actively engaging me, I'm going to fall asleep. Because I'm in a, I'm cozy, I'm in a dark room, 
I'm in a nice comfy chair. They let me, the theaters let me stretch my legs out, you know. So what you're saying is theater should go back to those uncomfortable little flippy chairs. You want like the spring. Yes, I want my, I want my butt to hurt the whole movie so Mm. that I have, so I'm feeling something. You know, I want, movies these days don't let me feel anything, don't make me feel anything anymore. So at least, so at least. You know, my legs going numb will leave me oh with some type of illness. After the podcast, we need to talk about your mental health. <laughs> oh my, dude, I'm you t- fine. Who took your smile? I'm <laughs> the movie Smile. No, that, that, really that, would, give smile. that smile. would give you a smile. I know it wasn't oh. It Follows, but man, you gotta get past that. Man, I really wish. I wish I was movie with It Follows. But anyways, wish- that flicks back. Is that what we're... That's where we were before I went off on a tangent. Yeah, so I got steered back. Well, no. Batflick is back for Aquaman. For Aquaman, yes. We don't... We don't he know. Is, feels pretty confirmed, though. Yeah. But he... he it he, feels better than yeah. Keaton. We because, haven't... Because got... the whole movie that we know of where he was... Michael Keaton was just the new Batman was Batgirl. And that movie doesn't exist anymore. R.I.P. So, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Poor one out for Cheese and peas. I'm so glad that Warner Brothers has given somebody else control of DC so David Zaslav can't hurt any more movies. Yeah. The man who hates movies being in control of a bunch of franchises that I care about. Not a good move financially. Not, not helping me have any faith in you. Yeah. So, good thing they got a, like a well-liked and well-known filmmaker to head that. Yeah. Instead of the man behind such geniuses as Alaskan Bush people, Alaska, the Black, the Last Frontier, Gold Rush that takes place in Alaska. He knows there's 49 other states, right? I don't think so. Oh, gosh. Bless his heart. <laughs> Prayers. Thanks to all of our listeners in Alaska, by the Shout way. Shout out to Anchorage. It's the capital. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. All right. I think it's the only city in Alaska. <laughs> there are no others. It's just... All of Alaska is Anchorage. <laughs> if you zoom in on Alaska, you know how like where, where you get cities that break up? Anchorage just follows you wherever you go. If you would have put a gun to my head and told me to name a city in Alaska, I'd be dead right now. I just know, I just know the capital. I couldn't have told you that. You could have told me, could tell me the capital of Alaska right now. I'm going to kill you and I'd be dead. I had no idea. Catch us on next episode doing the uh, capitals of every U.S. state quiz for Brent. Oh, We're going to see how that rolls out. <laughs> We're going to get our gun and no, get the no. quiz in. Tune in We're next not. week to hear me die. <laughs> um, well, Brent, how do you like Black Adam? <sighs> I didn't fall asleep. Oh, hey! Hey! Yeah! yeah. But I kind of wished I did toward oh. the end. <laughs> It was. I feel like I had some pacing issues in the middle, but it was definitely not the worst DC movie I've ever seen. I, I'll give you pacing issues. The middle was a bit muddled. Was... Yeah, it, I I got toward the. It kind of had multiple ending syndrome. I mm-hmm. feel like, in my opinion, and I felt like I was like, okay, this is a good place to wrap it up, and then there was still like another thirty minutes left, and I was like, what on earth? So I was just at that point, I was ready to go. Before we get into spoilers, if you're gonna go watch Black Adam. Expect two not fully developed movies glued together to yeah. make a semi-developed movie. Almost, almost. It's 80%. not as bad as that sounds, but but it is still accurate. It's that's what good. it is. 
Uh, so, do we want to get into spoilers? I say we get into spoilers. So, Wait, beyond... So, we all generally liked it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we, we think it's a flawed but okay movie. Yeah. Okay. Now so, we can get into spoilers. Beyond this point, there will be spoilers. Sorry we didn't do that last episode. That that episode was a free-for-all. <laughs> that was a, we're gonna just talk and hope for the best kind of... That was a, what if we did a podcast? <laughs> that was a, what if we did a podcast? And boy, did we. Yep. Here we are again. So now we uh, have an actual spoiler warning. So, what did you guys think of Skinny Rock? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I knew it from the beginning of the from the beginning of the movie. Whenever he was like off screen, the dad was off screen. You could only like hear him. I'm like, that's the Rock's voice. And and then and then they show him, and it's like they don't show his face. But then when they do the reveal, oh my gosh! It's like it's so uncanny valley to see the the Rock's big old head on such a skinny malnourished body. Yeah. So shout out to Benjamin Patterson. The body actor of Skinny Rock. They really Chris Evans the Rock. They really did. Just uh, to your point of thinking that it sounded like the Rock, I agree with you. I assumed that that's because they were doing like a why cast another actor to play his dad, just use the Rock's voice because that's a safe bet. They did this that very same thing in this movie. King Acton. The guy from the beginning that's the evil king that wants the crown is played by the same actor as Ishmael, who becomes Sabak by the end. Oh. Um, that guy's name is Marwan Kenzari. I would have not, I wouldn't have made it through that name. <laughs> I mean, we. Know, I'm not good with names and pronunciations. <laughs> Sa- Saucy Bacon. Who is Kevin Bacon's daughter? Oh yeah, we forgot about that too. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot about that. None of us. We found that out five minutes before we hit the record button on this. Podcast. And we all stopped. And we all mouth agape. We're like, how did we not think about so saucy bacon being Kevin Bacon's daughter? Apologies to Saucy Bacon for butchering her name. Stay saucy. Um, we spoke about Kevin Bacon and Saucy Bacon in that podcast. And never, never did no, we put the pieces together. Not one of us. I hope there's like this huge like. Kevin Bacon and Kevin Bacon family super fan that listen. They're like, they have no idea. <laughs> these guys are these guys are sh- these guys are frauds. They have no idea what they're talking about. It's our one listener in Dusseldorf. Shout out to Dusseldorf. <laughs> Shout out to Dusseldorf, Germany. Heck yeah, it's it's in Germany. Is it? Sure. That's what you said earlier. You Did said Dusseldorf, it? Germany. You did say Dusseldorf. Oh no, no yeah, Dusseldorf is is. It's either Belgium or... Where else? It's not in Belgium. Where else would it be? There was one... We had a listener in Belgium as well. Dusseldorf, Alaska? No way. <laughs> There's only one city. I know. And you know it. It's Anchorage. So there is a Dusseldorf in Germany. Okay, so it's Dusseldorf, Germany. It's right next to Kunstplus. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> that one was hard. Put the phone down. <laughs> what, what would you say that is? Kunstplast. Yeah. Kunstplast. Huh. Night next to Rheintarm. All right. <laughs> Sorry to our one listener in Duf- Dusseldorf. Not Dusseldorf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This has gone so poorly so quickly. This is, this, you guys are going to get used to this. It isn't being a train wreck. And we're going to eventually <laughs> talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day we'll get back to Black Adam. We were so professional in the first one. We tried really hard. My we're... professional review of... Black Adam is, where is the Rock's Widow Peak? 
Oh yeah, that'd be so cool. I really wish oh, they'd yeah, given him didn't have hair. that deep widow speak. He speed. looks jarring without the hair. I think I'd be able to separate it from it being the rock more so if he had hair. I'd be like, look, it's the rock playing black at him, and I'll just like that's the rock. He just has such a, I I even with hair, I don't think it would change. He has such a big, thick skull. Yeah. Tell me the last time you saw the rock with hair. Probably like two thousand seven. Yeah, actually, um, probably, yeah. Race to Witch Mountain, I think he had hair. He oh did my have gosh. Hair. So, can we can we all agree that Teth Adam is a way, way cooler name than Black yes. Adam? How did they go from Teth Adam in this movie? They'd never call him Black Adam in this movie. Well, until the very end. Well, they, they try to, like, make up with that when the kid was... I hated the kid. The um, kids suck. I, man. I think in my notes I have annoying kid. I didn't even need to make that a note. It's just... Yeah, they, I did. It, it's, uh... His name is Amon Tomaz, the prophet, not, not the actor, the character's name. It's the professor lady's son slash annoying kid. Yeah, so, like, he, like, in a throwaway line, he's, like, trying to, like, convince Black Adam to be, like, the god of, like, um... Conduct? Conduct, thank you. Um, he's like, ah, you wish that we, you wear a lot of black, we could play off that. And he was like, he was like, and you I'm need like, a catchphrase, like, the man in black sent you. Yeah, and, and it's just... I will admit that him saying that in just the wrong times was hilarious. Yes, that was a very good bit. That and him not using the doors. That was two good bits they decided to stick with. Um, One of my notes was, uh, Teth Adam does not believe in leg day. He does not. He doesn't touch the ground until he is out of his Shazam form. Yes. Which also, I cannot believe he said Shazam and then didn't turn into a skeleton. Yeah. What? Normally, whenever... The way that they defeat Black Adam is by getting him to say Shazam, and then he turns into a skeleton because it's been like 5,000 years. He shouldn't be alive. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I think another way they can do it is if, like, Billy Batson, like, bear hugs him and then says it, it can... The lightning, if it hits, like, Black Adam, it'll transform him. Yeah. And that's the other way, I think. Huh. Yeah. Which is like a cool mechanic. I mm. like that it's like, if the lightning strikes you, you get transformed. Yeah, but no, he just got back to Skinny Rock and then they uh, drug him to prison. And then, which, why, I was gonna really try to be like linear on this one, completely threw that away. This um, movie is hard to be linear. I I wrote down like plot points. I know, I know the order of everything. <laughs> why would uh, Pierce Brosnan plays Dr. Fate Great casting. He did an excellent job. Not long for this earth. I pour one out for Dr. Fate. R.I.P. to the homie. Um, I, I'm excited that they can play with that character more, mm-hmm. Dr. Fate, because Dr. Fate really transcends the character that is, like... It's not the person behind the mask. Yeah, it's the... In this case, the it's the helmet yeah. that is the character, which is kind, of, which is really cool. So, Pierce Brosnan plays the Kent Nelson iteration of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can see Dr. Fate played by many, many different characters through the, the timeline of the DC comics and animated things. Uh, like in the Young Justice series, um, the character Zatara is Dr. Fate for like most of the runtime of that show. Mm-hmm. And then his Zatara's daughter, Zatanna... And some kids that she's been grooming to be Dr. Fate become, like, they start trading off the helmet so he can yeah. have a life again. 
Um, and I hope they can do something like that. They will. They kept the helmet. So yeah, the helmet, good. like, didn't it disappear? Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably like the Green Lantern ring where it's like it's going to choose someone else. Yeah, obviously. and I hope that it is uh, Zatara in the future. Because yes. that would be cool. Because that'll set up a plot line where Zatara's absolutely miserable in the helmet and they got to figure out how to get that guy out of there. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Fate's with this task force sent by Amanda Waller. Yes, but hold on a second. Oh. We talked about uh, The Rock getting skinny again. Oh yeah, I forgot that's um, I can't believe... So they set up that, that, that Dr. Fate can see the future. Why would he ever let Black Adam... Or Teth Adam, sorry. Teth Adam get captured and put in the thing if he knew that he needed him later. Uh, I know why. Dr. Fate like calls to Teth Adam in his like tube that they put him in. And he gets out, fights a bunch of people, and then he becomes, you know, Tess Adam again, like, big and buff and strong. And I just don't understand why, other than for just the plot demanded it. Okay, that was or, my reasoning. Uh, or also, maybe Pierce Brosnan only wanted to be in this one movie. He wanted it to be, like, a one and done, so he didn't get end- endlessly asked questions about the DC, the DC stuff. Um those are the only reasons I can think of. Because it just doesn't make any sense otherwise. No. Um, but, so, we're going to skip back now. Because <laughs> I had that thought a little early and I didn't really, lose it. Um, I just want to say, before we skip back, that was when I mentioned earlier, thinking the movie was going to end. I thought the movie was going to end when they locked him up. And, and they, then there's like another half hour. And then they like introduced the main villain of the movie finally in the third act. Yeah. Which, wh- how they really we- Halloween ended it. <laughs> the main villain in the third act. <laughs> hey, Hollywood, can you like stop introducing multiple villains in can a movie? Can I just like have one villain in a movie and like he's from the start so I get to like follow him and not just re- like, man, it's just, you don't care. Yeah, like. He was just a CGI mess. Spider-Man's do, been doing this for decades, and it hasn't worked. Why no. does everybody want this? Just show me the villain, show me who we're fighting, and get to it. We Listen, we want a complicated villain that has motives that can be clearly defined. Or pure evil. Pure evil, yeah, I'm okay with that. But their motives, still, I would like defined motives. Mm-hmm. You know, I want a reason for their evil, you know? Remember in Thor Generally. when they started off with the literal villain and we didn't see him for like... The second half of the, the gore, yeah, yeah. We're like, wow. which such a waste. Didn't, we didn't Bale. see him butcher one god. I, I I've heard that there was like a bunch of stuff that they cut, probably, which yeah. is a huge shame. Also, Hollywood, stop cutting out the good parts of the movies. <laughs> we, we like we would like to see it. Um, yeah. So this movie uh, featured the problem of too many pots wait too many cooks in the kitchen sorry you know i hate when i have <laughs> too a lot many of pots, pots, too many pots, pots in the cupboard. kitchen yeah too many pots in the cupboard that don't try to make that a thing don't i mean i i could i could have saved that if i were smarter so i thought you were going for too many cooks i was about to say that you went with pots and you <laughs> shut my brain off <laughs> like where's he going with pots you know i was thinking of too many cooks but like the stew, not the, not the cooks. The stew <laughs> it takes a lot to make. A yeah, stew. I, it's, it's like the great. first one. Great. <laughs> oh my gosh, man, you are. I'm not on my A game. You're, you're on like your I C ca- game. I came more prepared this time. 
way less good at talking. I yeah. that was even poor grammar there. <laughs> Guys, you're entertaining. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's part of this task force set by Amanda Waller. Oh yeah, yeah. Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate is a part of the Justice Society of America. Which great addition. This is what the DCU needs, and it could be controversial. More characters to care about. More characters to care about, yeah. Because, man, they are lacking. Here's my problem. I didn't care about any of them. Uh, I cared about them. I cared about Dr. Fate, but then he dies. Yeah, that that was... They set... They made you care more about Dr. Fate. Yes, I Because they were going to kill him. I cared more about Dr. Fate than than I did Teth Adam. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Pierce Brosnan just is just, like... He's like, oozing charisma in this yeah. movie. <laughs> I didn't. Like, I didn't hate Hawkman. I was so annoyed with Hawkman after the fourth time of him being like, "Yes, we got a problem, and we're we're not solving it, and we're still not solving it, and we're still not solving it." And it, it's like he can't stop Teth Adam. So before we start getting more head, let's introduce the lineup of the Justice okay, Society. Okay, yeah. So we have um, Odise Hodge as Hawkman, or Carter Hall is his civilian name. Um, we've already mentioned Pierce Brosnan as Kent Nelson's Dr. Mm-hmm. Fate. Uh, Noah Centennial plays Adam Smasher, uh, who is, his civilian name is yeah. Al Rothstein. And then uh, Cyclone is played by Quintessa Swindell. Uh, her Cyclone civilian name is Maxine Hunkel. Hunkel. Brutal. Brutal deck of cards she was down. Truly. <laughs> Uh, her so Cyclone's powers are cool, um, and brutal, brutal cards she was dealt. Uh, I this should have been the Justice Society should have had their own movie so they could explore yeah. these characters more. There's a throwaway line in this movie where she talks about some kind of a mad scientist injecting her body forcibly with nanobots, and that's why she can do the thing that she does. And she uses those nanobots to save. Kareem, the electrician brother of the professor yes. that we haven't talked about yet. He is played by Muhammad Amir. He was great. I think I said that right. It's A-M-E-R, Amir. Amir? That'd be with an I. Um, Maybe it's Amr? Whatever. Something. Sorry, Muhammad Amr. Um, so yeah, they, they use she uses said nanobots to save him after he's shot. Which, such a cool backstory. Such a poor hand she was about being named Hunkle and then experimented on. Yeah. Uh, I I wish that they had made the two separate movies that they were and, trying. And this is what we're talking about. There's two movies within one movie. It was just... Yeah. Because, like, I followed every character well enough to understand. Yeah. Um, Adam Smasher was kind of like the comedic relief of the group. Oh my gosh, that guy's just so horny in this movie. Dude, he... Adam... Him and Cyclone, um, he wanted to Adam smash her, if you know what I mean. He, I think he even wanted to Adam smash Black Adam. He just, anything that moved. There, if it had a pulse. If he was on screen, there was sexual tension. Yeah. There, he was, like, feeling up a statue at one point. I mean, it the, got steamy in there. The boy's a menace. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> That's the only part I was awake for. Truly, I woke up. So, yeah. The Adam was smashing. They're sent by Amanda Waller, you know, of Suicide Squad fame and the Suicide Squad fame. Yeah. Um, 
She sends them in. So she apparently just works with every task force of super beings, good uh, or bad. She she has to have some real deep connections with the government because at the end of Peacemaker, she should have been like in prison or something. Yeah. Because her she, like arrested her daughter like outed her for Task Force X, and so they go to a Task Force X, um, like compound in the movie, and so it leads me to believe that that stuff in Peacemaker didn't even matter. Or yeah, or this yeah. happened before, before? timeline. What the DCEU has always they, had a weird timeline. They though. have not clearly defined the timeline, no. so it could have happened before. But I can't see her having such a sweet, like setup in the middle of a glacier or whatever, like coming from having Bellarive Penitentiary and yeah. that janky setup there. Time will tell on that one. I I I'm very intrigued to see. Uh, I hope that it's my version where it's like taking place after and the government just kind of let her off and she's just doing her own thing elsewhere because i like amanda that's Waller's her punishment character. she has to work with heroes now it's <laughs> like ah. Oh. well it's still task force x which is still you know the bad guys yeah i don't know um i don't know it's hard to say they mention i think task force x in the movie yeah um this is also like the justice society has been on plenty of missions so we wonder if like you know yeah. viola davis has been Amanda Waller's been over it the entire time. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. It's just the little things where you're like, I don't know what is going on in the DC. Yeah, and so I hate all the parallels that people draw from DC to Marvel stuff because it's... Not good. It's all... Well, it's all similar. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all inspired by similar things. And there's all... Like, in the history of all these characters, there are fights. People are comparing Doctor Fate to Doctor Strange, which... You know, fair. Yeah. But it's like they're it's like their stories are completely different. You're just going on the surface level. Ooh, he's a floaty magic man with a cape and he does weird dimensional fractally things with his hands. Uh why is the Justice Society like a knockoff X Men in this? Oh, they really are, yeah. yeah. They, oh, because they have they have the mansion. They have they have, they the, have jet. The, the jet. Yeah. They are just kind of like a the bunch X-Men. of quirky side characters, honestly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I never thought about it like that. Oh no. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know why they went that route because the Justice Society is like normally like kind of like a parallel to the Justice League. Actually, I think they were like the Justice League before the Justice League existed. Yeah, I think that's just what they were called back yeah. in the fifties. They were the Justice Society of America, and then it's probably they they started opening up their borders and everything and so they had they couldn't save america anymore they decided to rebrand uh so like it we'll see why is the justice society of america going to conduct to middle i don't know it sounds pretty pretty like real life honestly yeah it's very like much a parallel to very topical it's honestly kind of like too on the nose like yeah because like, like there's like another thriller line where like a civilian's looking at one of the justice society people who are like they're like we're here to help you and they're like no you're not you're, you haven't, we, you we haven't helped fo- us this far yeah you haven't helped us at all now so um to catch us up because we've talked a lot about the side characters and we're kind of like all over the place to like reel it back in so the movie starts oh yeah this movie starts five thousand years ago and the fictional nation of conduct to narration about a savior of Kondok during a time where there is a brutal ruler of the nation. 
he is enslaving its people so he can make a spooky evil crown to take over the land and do some poorly defined spooky evil things. Led to believe that's just this kid. Hmm? Which it is. Huh? The kid. What about the kid? He's the one that like becomes their like hero. Oh yeah, oh sir. Yeah, the savior becomes or yeah, the savior, the kid that's in the beginning becomes their savior. And Which isn't inaccurate. No, it, that, that part's not inaccurate about it. And so we do the time jump and we meet up with this professor and her yeah. crew. Um, it's Which her... consists of her brother and uh, Ishmael. Two, two guys that die, I think. Or maybe one guy. One guy, dies. Ishmael's the other. And then they think Ishmael dies. They do. Ishmael he, doesn't die. He disappears. Yeah, they, so think, they he dies, think he dies. Yes, but he doesn't die. Their uh, conduct is being controlled by Intergang, which is a like a common group that show up in the DC comics. I don't know a lot about Intergang, but I don't think they're used typically here as they are in the DC mm-hmm. comic books. Um, it's actually like not defined at all why they're there what they're doing there. It turns out that Ishmael's the bad guy and they're helping him. Eventually. They get to that in the last act. In the last 30 minutes of a, like, what, two and a half hour long movie? Two and a half hour about that, Uh, So in the last 30 minutes you figure out what Intergang's doing. You just know that they're bad. And and, you shouldn't like them. And you shouldn't like them. So. And that Ishmael's a part of them. You find that out sooner than 30 minutes to the end, but. Yeah. So she gets to this crown. Uh, they have to go through like this cave and stuff, and the inner gang is behind them. But she notices writing on the floor that would summon Taft Adam. Well, she just notices writing on the floor. She doesn't know what it's going to do, but that's what it yeah, will Yeah, she do. has no yeah. clue what it's going to do. Um, and she puts her hands on the floor and she says a little, little like thing, and then she has like a magic necklace made of uh, Eternium? Etern- et- sure. Ethereum? No. no. Bitcoin? <laughs> no. It, it, it's probably... Black Adam's it's a- powered by Bitcoin. <laughs> He's running on the blockchain. He is the blockchain. Uh, Block Adam. I, I think it's Eternium. I think. I, I guess that wrong. sounds right, but yeah, she gets the crown and then the inner gang's like, yo, quit it. Um, And they're about to kill her and that's when she does the whole like chant thing and then, bam, a lightning bolt. Oh yeah, and it's like the classic Shazam lightning bolt. Yes, and we skipped the part where the little kid gets... I the, wanted to skip that part. Yeah, they, they say that the little kid is deemed worthy. You actually see all nine wizards, I think. Yes. I think it's eight or nine wizards. And they're like... They like give him the powers of the gods. Yada yada. He's worthy. Yada yada. So, lightning bolt, bam. Shazam, lightning bolt. It's... And he kills so many people. And he speaks English immediately. Not, it is incredible. Nothing is more powerful than the English language in Hollywood. I honestly, I think that there's some kind of, I I can't remember all the gods and what all their powers do. One of them is the knowledge of power. That's why, that's how like Wonder Woman is so smart is because she can like summon the power of whatever God gives knowledge. The lore is is that people that have been gifted these gifts from the wizards can summon the powers of the gods. Uh-huh. So, like, the lightning is, like, Zeus or whatever. They get the strength of Hercules. The I think it's the speed of Hestia. Who's the god of Hooked on no, Phonics? No, speed of Hermes. Um, 
I can't remember the knowledge gun. I already said that. <laughs> One of them is knowledge. And maybe it's like a like a instance of like he spawned in this time zone, so he got the latest update. English is the most prominent language for the film. <laughs> so our our English speaking man from five thousand years ago before English existed. Exactly. He kills most people, lets um the professor go. Ishmael goes back for what he thinks is the crown and the cave collapses and we are led to believe that he's dead. Yeah. So Professor runs out and her brother's like, oh my gosh, they're here. And so they get in a car and start driving away. Yeah. And then wham, bam, here comes Black Adam out the cave, takes out two helicopters. And like one of the coolest sequences in the movie, he's just like, he takes on like an entire army by himself. In slow motion, like, Quicksilver style. The whole thing is in slow motion. And when I went into the movie, one of my like main demands is I hope they play Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones because it's such a good song for this. And I I can't believe they did it. I didn't know that that was on your list of demands. It's such a good song and it was just perfect for this movie and it happened. And I was so happy. I smiled. Yeah, I did too. And I was generally kind of like bored, but like okay with it. And those were the moments where I like sat up. And I like, I was like, ah, oh, yes, this is what I came here to Super see. Superhero like, stuff. Yes. Yeah, he's like setting up like bombs and stuff where like he's just moving so quick that it's inconceivably fast. He put a grenade in a man's mouth. Which was super cool. Uh, I wish they hadn't PG'd this movie down. Uh, there was a report that this movie was originally X-rated and they slowly like peeled back some of the... You could tell that grenade was going to explode in that guy's mouth. Yeah, and that would have been so cool. But he I... took it out and went, uh-oh. You said X-rated, not R-rated. Does Black Adam <laughs> hang cock? Adam Smasher lays pipe in that, oh in that cup. <laughs> to he, everything. Adam smashes the... Everything. X-rated, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, you said that too. Like, my brain noticed it, but <laughs> I'm just like, I need to move on. You could have saved me here. <laughs> I can't save you today. You're in. You're just. <laughs> I'm in rare form today, and it's not a good rare. I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Say it back. I love you too. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should have hit you with the I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So he catches this like missile that was going for the car, and it blows up. But it's made of like. Oh, it's made of Ethereum. Thank, not Ethereum, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ethereum. No. Um, it's made of Ethereum Dogecoin. <laughs> it's an NFT. Uranium? Okay, Who so out of, out of, it, it, it's Eternium, probably. Eternium. I, we think it's Eternium. It's DC's Vibranium. It is. It is. Also, Kondok is DC's shittier Wakanda. Wakanda. That's, that's even culturally insensitive. I mean, it's like Wakanda, but shittier. I'd say it's like Wakanda, but sandier. Shittier. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, so it hurts him. Yeah, yeah, because Ethereum hurts everybody that touches it. And so the professor's like, let's pick him up and take him to our house <laughs> yeah, to let's, heal. Yeah, let's throw him in the van. <laughs> Um, wakes up in the room. He's with the dumb kid, and then like nothing interesting really happens for no. a while. It's a lot of just like 
meddling. I'll say. This is mostly where we go to meet the Justice Society. It's their part of the movie. I don't. I didn't mind the kid as much as you guys did. And you know what's even more? Even more so? I didn't like the the brother the brother guy. Yeah. I thought the he, best character. I thought he was annoying and I liked the kid. Who I, hurt you? I, I don't know. Who man. took your smile? <laughs> <laughs> what the happened? more you guys talk about movies, the more I wonder the same questions. What happened to me? Am I why am I broken? So nothing really happens for a while. Uh, after that point. And like they're they're setting up the Justice Society. We've already talked about them. One thing that I'd like to say, again, I hate how people compare Marvel and DC so much in, in the cinema. Bold move to make Adam Smasher look exactly like Deadpool, but big and blue and red. Very similar. Very similar. What's the difference between the Adam Smasher and the Adam? Yep. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> so, DC has like three that I know of. There's Adam Smasher, the Adam, and then Captain Adam. Captain Adam doesn't have the same powers, though. He doesn't, but man. He is like a nuclear man. But they're so similar in name. Like, they really like... Black Adam, oh, Captain Adam, different Adam, of course, but, you know, phonetically, they sound very similar. Yeah, they, they love that little... They love Adam. They love Adam. They love Adam and Adam, you know? Um, so yeah, they get to the Justice Society. They introduce all these interesting characters that are very, uh, like, skin skin level deep in detail and ambition and motive. Uh, they introduce, was it uh, Henry Winkler? Oh, yeah. As the original Adam Smasher? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I can't remember his character's name. Um, let me see if I can find it. What a weird casting decision while I'm looking here. Like, why Why would they just randomly drop... Oh yeah, Henry, Henry Winkler was a superhero. <laughs> to expand the DC universe without... But, like, is it... No, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, is it good expansion? They're doing that thing... Oh my god. Goodness gracious. I just, it just hit me. It's another parallel between DC and Marvel. And I have said three times that I hate doing that. It's the same thing as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wasp, Where, no, no, no. Where they have an older actor be the old Ant-Man. And they have a newer actor be the new Ant-Man. Why are they doing that? Why did they do this to themselves? <laughs> Characters. But, like, I don't understand the point. Like, it's just, like, DC, if you're gonna be doing your own thing, which I think they shine their brightest when they're doing stuff that's different from Marvel, why aren't they doing their own thing? You know? It seems like a like a simple parallel to draw that anybody in a writer's room should have been able to see at the very moment that they wrote it to paper that oh, Adam Smasher was a character in the past, and we have a new Adam Smasher now. They should have been able to see, oh, people are going to draw the parallel between this and Ant-Man. Why? Why did nobody say, hey guys, maybe we should try to be a little more original here. I, I like As much as I've said this episode that I hate people drawing the parallels, I'm starting to become one of those people. Man. Live in real time. <laughs> the end of this podcast. For our very ears. Oh, no. <laughs> Oof. 
it's a rapid decline. <laughs> Either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain, I guess. How's it feel to be a villain? This movie feels like how I feel about The Dark Knight Rises. Go on. Yeah. Where it's like non-offensive, but like it didn't need to, to exist. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. Where like, I can, like, like, I'd rather watch The Dark Knight. You know, I'd rather watch Man of Steel. I've yeah, I'd give you that. story mm-hmm. before. It doesn't do anything necessarily new for me. I, I give Big Dark Knight Rises vibes. Something you don't see in like The Man of Steel is... Superman just grabbing people out of jets and throwing them to the ground. Yeah, but like, I don't need that. You don't need that? I think it, I, I think they had an interesting thing where they made a movie about a character that is traditionally a villain, and they didn't lean heavily enough into that. And you know what? And not only that, I think my biggest problem is it's The Rock. Man. I can't separate it from, like, this is a character that I can care about other than this is just The Rock being The Rock. Because in every movie, The Rock's in, he's just the same character. So would you be taken out of it if in the next appearance he made, he had that thick widow speak? I would prefer that. That would yeah. make that would make it less like Dwayne Johnson and more like, this is the Black Adam. Because what do you, like, show me an iteration of Black Adam where he's bald. They don't do that. Like, Yeah, they're, well, I think they're going to probably start, or they probably have, in recent comics, started doing that and in I anticipation. And that. He's known for that dumb looking widow's peak give it to him like that a, vegeta level widow's peak yeah yeah i i want him to have hair but, make dwayne johnson have hair again but he has male male pattern baldness do real bad he shaves his head or do you dwayne think, johnson yeah. yeah or do you yes. think he went bald i think he shaves his head yeah i think his hair might have been thinning and he might have just gone fully bald i want him to grow back out again what if they just give him like a really good wig i want like they could like afford the a Scorpion King level wig. They could afford a good wig for that man. What if they just CGI a wig on him? Oh man, that's not again. Terrible. Just take the de- not just really DC it up. <laughs> man, they they have such a sordid history with CG. I don't think their their track record with CG is worse than Marvel's, and Marvel has been getting absolutely dookied on lately about their bad CG. Speaking of bad CG, the final villain, Sabak. Yeah. Oh man, he looked rough. I leaned over to Kevin and said, "I've been playing through the original God of War on the PlayStation," uh, and uh, I leaned over to Kevin and said, "Oh man, this looks a lot like." Uh, an enemy type from God of War. He looks like a terrible PS1 render. And, and I uh, said, he doesn't look quite that bad. But, you know, PS2. I don't, I don't remember It was him PS2, looking. not PS1. I would give him PS3. Let's come, come on. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on. Like, I'd say Xbox 360 PS3 era. Like, let's be real here. He's no next gen for 2022. Yeah, That's no, all I'm saying. Definitely he looked, not. He looked like he was made of clay. Yes. It looks like he was made four months ago when they didn't realize when they made the movie and realized they forgot to have a villain and then they're like oh man we need to have a big battle we have to have Dwayne Johnson fight someone in the final act would you guys have liked this movie better if uh Sabak I don't remember his other name Sabak is what I'm gonna call him from now on okay uh absolutely executed that kid I I no I liked the kid no um and the mom. Also, he became Sabak because he got the crown that they were looking for. Oh, yeah. And then he read the inscription that's on it backwards. There's an inscription. It's like a dumb subplot. 
Uh, it has to be read backwards or it doesn't work. Uh, you have to die to become Sabak. Um, you have to die to live. Yeah. Or to live is to die. It's no, it it's, like a no, you had it right. It was, yeah, but that's how they were reading it. Yeah, yeah, they were reading it. But we find out that Ishmael is like a great descendant of the OG king. Yeah, that's that was his name, Ishmael. Yeah. And hold on, let me pull my notes back out while I'm here. Um, so Ishmael is a descendant of King Acton. Of course. Which. King Acton is the king in Black Adam's time. I think he's he says that he's the only direct descendant. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I guess that means he's the only one that can use the crown or whatever. Yes. I don't or know. Or something. I, it's probably not. Probably. It's probably not that. But. Um, and we find out also around this time that Black Adam was initially the kid. And he was great. And so, like, he oh, was actually their savior. No, no, Black Adam wasn't initially the kid. Black Adam is the dad of the kid from yes, the beginning. But the kid became technically well, Black Adam before Black He has Adam. a different name, and I, I don't remember the name. Don't know it. That's what I'm just saying. I didn't put that in my notes either. I didn't think it was important. Uh, it started with an H. Yeah. I know that much. It's a letter. It started with an H. Harut. Harut. Uh, and Haru is played by uh, Jalon Christian. Good for him. Uh, so shout out to Jalon Christian. Um, so Haru gets executed, become, but he doesn't. He turns into a puff of smoke, gets the powers of the the gods, uh, which I like in this universe that the gods are canonically just the Greek ones. Mm-hmm. That's I, I don't know. It's pretty funny to me, I guess. Um, he goes, he gets the smoke puffed. He's like a cool, like, he's like a shirtless version of Black Adam, kind of. He's like, he just has the lightning bolt symbol dangling off of a necklace instead. And then um, his father gets, sh- so Black Adam gets shot with an arrow. He's dying and Harut saves him by giving him the gifts of the gods. Yes. Um, and then that leads to Harut he getting, immediately gets sniped. Yeah, he gets sniped automatically they were waiting for it they knew what happened they couldn't believe it happened they they were so happy when they trapped this so little quick. boy they murdered him uh so then pet adam he performs a real 9-11 at the castle oh my gosh man. he does he absolutely terrorist attacks it. oh you double down <laughs> kanye is that you <laughs> I mean, what else would you call it? He, he flies into that place, and then it explodes and gets leveled. I would just say leveled. You, you just have to, like, associate it with real tragedy, and man, you did it. I, I peeked that on your notes earlier, and I almost said something, and I giggled to myself. If you, if you listen back in the beginning of this podcast, you might hear me finally chuckle to myself, just because I looked over and saw that in his notes. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so, so my note says... Exactly. Teth Adam 9-11 to the king because he was trying to make an evil crime. You used it as a verb. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> that, we celebrate that as like a national holiday. And it was a tragedy. No, if we celebrate it as a national tragedy, we yeah. celebrate it as a yeah, actually, holiday. Yeah. We, we like, don't, I, I, also, actually, we don't celebrate it at all. <laughs> we mourn we it. We recognize it. We recognize as it as a tragedy. tragedy. I didn't, I Man. Like, David's over here throwing a throwing a parade because it's 9-11. Uh, 
And I'm the bad guy for using as a verb. Oh, man. Eye for an eye. So, Harut gets sniped. Teth out of 9-11's the king. Ah. And then the wizards are like, oh, man, this isn't what we wanted at all. So you're they imprison not, him. You're not Harut. <laughs> yeah, you're not Harut. And so the wiz- wizards imprison him. and then that's After he kills him. most of the wizards. Oh, yeah, he's the reason there are no wizards, yeah, he, right? There's a reason, like, there's only one wizard left. Uh, there's a reason that in the cast list, they name the wizards as Wizard 1 to 7, and then there's the wizard, which is <laughs> the one played by... The guy from Shazam. The guy from Shazam. He's in everything. I feel really bad for not remembering his name. It's fine. I'm so sorry, whatever Guardians your name is. Yeah. yeah. He's in the DC stuff twice. He's for him. What is who? Did, who else does he play? I don't in care. Oh, he he's the fish king. The fish king in Aquaman, Not the one that's like oh, a CG, CG fish man. Got you. Yeah, he plays that guy. I feel like his name starts with like a C. Man, let me look it up. <laughs> I'm gonna bet for Chdoboy. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> what? Read it. <laughs> it's. <laughs> did you mock? Saucy bacon, <laughs> Digimon. Oh man, I was close. I'm cutting. I'm bleeping. <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with Shadobi way? So many things. <laughs> I just I I don't even know where to begin. Shadobi way. So the wizard is played by Jamon Hunsu. Digimon, and uh, he's the only one that's listed as actually. He's just listed as wizard. The rest of them are. Maybe wizard. the IMDB guy was having a bad day. Yes. The rest of them are wizard one to seven, but he's just wizard, and uh, he's the only one left at the end of that. And so they take they they trap him in it. Why don't they just take the powers away? Can't they do that? What? The they movie just, the movie couldn't move you without it. They trap him in a rock. Dwayne. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson was trapped in a rock for. 5,000 years. It'd be your own people. It's tragic. <laughs> I just want the record to know that earlier when discussing this film, Kevin said that he thought that Dwayne Johnson could rock the Widow's Peak. I did say that, and I didn't mean to. I'm really glad that that wasn't going to make it onto the pod until Brent brought it up. If I had to hear it, so do all of you. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't mean for the pun. It just kind of happened. You knew what you were doing. I didn't. I actually really didn't. It was so genuine, too, the way he was saying. He's like, I think he could rock it. That's despicable. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it was Dwayne Johnson. Shut up. <laughs> the actor. He gets his powers taken away. He gets trapped in a rock. He doesn't get his powers taken away. They just trap him in a rock for some lady to summon him 5,000 years later. I bet the wizard was so mad. Full transparency, the movie was losing me around this time, too. Yeah, I just... I, I'm actually kind of running out of stuff to talk about. The final battle, he beats Sabak. Yeah, he... Oh my gosh, I forgot about it. He Dr. Rips, died. He rips Sabak in half. Totally in half. Like, That's like, cool. Like a sheet of paper. And then... He's the new ruler of... 
No, he's not. He could be the new ruler, but he destroys the throne. So, Watcher. He's like something. He's the guardian of that place. I think he's going to be probably the ruler of Kondok, really. Uh, That's what Black Adam traditionally is. Whenever he's not turned into a skeleton by Shazam, uh-huh. um, he is the ruler of Kondok. And he's not normally actually like necessarily evil. He's just kind of like, I think these guys are going to give me the best case scenario for Kondok. If I align with these guys, it's going to make Kondok better. Yeah. And so he ends up normally aligning with shitty people. Uh, but like, I never actually know why. It's like... Why would you align with Lex Luthor, the supervillain, who, like, is just actually just really trying to do evil things? Yeah. I would, if I were him, I'd align with, like, Superman. You know, the guy who was always beating Lex Luthor into the mud. Speaking of Um, Superman. Oh, yeah, this is where they show Superman again for the first time in years. Actually showing him. Henry Cavill is back. Um, They do it in a really weird way. They have him in, like, a, a dark room that's clearly not on the set. And there's, like, a beam of light, like a god ray shining on part of him. And then he, like, turns to the camera and it reveals his face. It's, like, super dramatic. But it is the character's reintroduction into this canon. Um, I do fear that they're going to erase the sad boy Superman that I love so much. I want him to hurt. Henry Cavill today said he's excited to bring a joyous Superman, a joy, a joyous, joy-filled Superman to the screens. Oh. Which I'm devastated to hear that. He got a smile back. I'm glad someone did. <laughs> Much like Brent loves a destroyed, devastated Spider-Man, I like a destroyed, devastated Superman. I was so excited for the, the vision that Zack Snyder had of Superman's just whole life getting crumbled around him. And uh, yeah, I just don't know if we'll ever get that now. Probably won't. Maybe just, eventually. It's going to be boring. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of Henry Cavill saving Catpo trees. And I don't want that. I want Henry Cavill like fighting Brainiac. And Brainiac has Lois Lane trapped in a little glass jar. <laughs> and like there's nothing, there's nothing he can do about it until he defeats Brainiac. And Brainiac's way tougher and badder than he is. You know? I mean, that's that's what Brainiac does. He traps entire cities in little glass jars. Yeah. Just... You know? I want, I want Superman to have flown away from Metropolis for something. Brainiac to come down in his weird tentacle spaceship. Pick Metropolis up. <laughs> set it in a tiny glass jar. Screw the top on. And then just... Put on a shelf somewhere. Brainiac really, like, he could rock a killer snowblood business. I, that's what he does. I don't think but that's the business is all for himself. Yeah, yeah. He's like a collector of snow globes. Gotcha. But he, it's just his hobby. Maybe Superman is the villain. Huh? I think Brainiac, Brainiac just has a hobby he's, like, happy with. It's like collecting stamps. Excuse me? He just collects cities. So, like, that'd be, like, if collecting stamps were cutting squares off of people's skin. And? They didn't want you to do that. It's non-consensual. Oh. The city doesn't want to be ripped off the earth and put into a little globe. 
Would you would you like it if I would, cut a Would he have to get consent from everyone in the city? Yes. Everyone. Well, probably just the government and anybody oh. who didn't want and well he doesn't ask the government, he just does it. America's pretty messed up like that, you know. If the government says it, then you just got to live with it. Yeah, we're going to be in a snow globe. Yeah. Yeah, if if Brainiac came down from the heavens and was like, "Hey Joe Biden, can I put your country in a snow globe?" And he's like, "Uh-huh. Sure." <laughs> Then, uh, you know, where does snow globe If I ever run for president, that's gonna be like my argument is if you elect this man, we're gonna end up in a snow globe. I don't think you're gonna get any votes. That's a very vermin supreme level. I would win Wyoming. Fuck Wyoming. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Quick, I apologize to our one, our one <laughs> listener in uh, name Wyoming. a city in Wyoming. <laughs> where's, the, where's the gun? You're gonna have to kill me. <laughs> name not even the capital, a city. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Heads up to our uh, one viewer in uh, Cheyenne, Cheyenne, Wyoming. That doesn't even sound like a real. City in Wyoming. It is. I just it's think, the capital. It's I Cheyenne. like to think Wyoming is just a blank piece. <laughs> yep, Cheyenne's the capital of Wyoming. <laughs> Much like I didn't know Anchorage, you're learning for Cheyenne the first time. Oh, that's devastating for them. <laughs> I've heard of Cheyenne, Wyoming. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. <laughs> So what do you guys think of the movie overall after we I give it 5.8 snails. Oh, 5.8, that's a solid. I it's it wasn't it wasn't four stars bad. It wasn't leaning on the bad, but it wasn't leaning on the other. It was just very mid for me. We're in the middle of the run. I'm gonna give it 6.5 Kanye's. Uh-oh. Oh no. Uh-oh. But like the Kanye that made graduation. That's the same Kanye as we it's have the now. Same Kanye. You, I'm not so sure. Uh, I give Black Adam eight out of ten Ethereum, which happens to be worth at the time of recording twelve thousand six hundred and seventy-two dollars. That's a lot more than ten stars, buddy. It's like it's eight eight Ethereum out of ten. Huh? Eight? Okay. Yeah, eight. I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. Other than that stupid kid. Sorry, Tilly. Oh, yeah, they gave the idiot a cape, and he looks stupid in the cape. <laughs> I, I didn't mind. I was like, oh, look at him go in his little Justice Society cape. He's like, man, screw me. Dumb like, idiot kid. kid. <laughs> I hate that kid. <laughs> yeah, that's how I thought about the big, dumb brother. Why didn't Kareem character? get a cape? Kareem was the star Kareem of the show. sucked. What? Annoying. He was sitting in his van, listening to music. He didn't yeah. even tie the cape on correctly. It was so like it just hung too. I hate it. Before we, before we finish here, I hated whenever the kid like ran out into the field of people, did his hand triangle, and then everyone was like, "Yeah, we should be doing something." And, and then like, everybody turned to him and did the hand triangle well, at him. What What was cut out of the movie that you guys don't oh, know yeah, about? We, oh, we for wait. Um, during that scene when they're fighting him off, one of the guys says, man, if only this stupid dumb kid in a red cape would do the triangle thing, we'd win. And man, he did it. They cut that part out, you know, for pacing. But yeah, that's, they kept that part. I wish they cut them a lot of the other parts in the movie for pacing. 
Also, yeah. guys, um, we we forgot to mention during that time with the dumb triangle hand kid. Uh, that kid was so stupid. I hate him. Uh, sorry to the actor who plays that stupid kid. We're not going to do a wellness check on We're not going to do a wellness check on you. We already have, like, one or two people that we're doing that on. Yeah. Shelley Duvall and... Rohan. R- Rowan Cunningham. It was Cunningham, right? Shit. No, that's Corey Cunningham. Oh, shit. Corey in the house. Rowan Campbell? Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's also... Eat the skeletons from Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed running around town. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty No, that's pretty good accurate. Yeah, you know, it was your typical CGI army of hell. and Just some skeletons, mostly. It was just some guys swinging against nothing that existed, and then they, yeah. you know, put a picture in it. It was yeah. really bad. Yeah, they, they just, in Photoshop, took a cutout of the skeletons from Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Yeah. And... Then a subsequent picture of a pile of bones, and that's all they did. Good for them. I mean, someone got paid for that. Also, I, this is might be a little forced. We talked about Scooby Doo one in the last episode. This is our sequel episode. Scooby Doo two. Yeah. So James Gunn, you have to write a third Scooby Doo before. Make it R rated, you coward. Yeah, you coward. Make Scrappy the main villain. You're working with Warner Brothers now. Just make it happen. We all want it. Bring back Scrappy in the prime marine. Wait, hold on a minute. He hates Scrappy. Why would he bring Scrappy back? He wrote Scooby-Doo 1 to where people would stop using Scrappy-Doo. You can't stop the Scrappy-Doo. He did. He effectively did. Yeah, in the newer Has he not been in anything? No, and there's, I think in Mystery Incorporated, they go to the Mystery Inc. Museum, and Daphne walks over to a statue, she's like, Oh, what's this? I forgot about this. And Fred comes up to her and he goes, No, Daphne, we all agreed. We'd never talk about it ever again. And they walk away. Did they? Oh my gosh, they just... James Gunn successfully killed, killed Scrappy Doo. Yeah. Put him down. Put him <laughs> to the kennel. As oh my goodness. Someone should long ago. Yeah. Scrappy's, Scrappy gets a lot of unneeded hate. He's not alive anymore. <laughs> He's dead in our hearts and in our minds. And Let's have a moment head. of silence for Scrappy Doo. Pour it out. Alright. Well, man, didn't think that's how we would end this podcast, but... Yeah. Um, Welcome back, Henry Cavill. I'm glad that this movie was the springboard for that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I'm glad that they got him back. That was the one positive I can take away from this movie. Is, yeah, baby, Superman. Superman's, Superman's back, baby. Henry Cavill in Scrappy-Doo L. It's a bird. It's a clean. soul for a soul. It's Henry yeah. Cavill. So... Just as the Red Skull. And his, his nose looks fine. He doesn't have a CG mustache. He just looks like a regular dude. Is that it? That's it. Man. Welcome back, Henry Cavill. Anyways. I'm Kevin. I'm David. And I'm Brent. And this was the plot line. See you guys next week. <laughs>